You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. We at Represent would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land on which Sin operates, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Kids should go to school. That's what we're committed to. Represent. You're listening to Represent. What's going on? Welcome to Represent on Sin. You've got Freddie here and you've got... George. <laughs> and just us two right now. For the meantime, it's... For, um... for the meantime, for the first hour. And then Bridie will be joining us at four. Uh, Naya's out sick. She just got her wisdom teeth out. So Naya, if you're listening, hopefully it's treating you well. <laughs> fingers crossed and Mimi is at some undisclosed location <laughs> I don't know you might know where she is but I don't yeah I think she's at work or something right now she's at work um, best yeah. of luck with the uh, Woolies life no, right now Mimi no commitment to the show to be honest honestly yeah. I think just like you know our co-hosts disgusting <laughs> that they can't even commit to a regular EPs time as well, slot. which is yeah. Can you believe EP, that? Current EPs. <laughs> can you believe that? Bridie and Naya, the two current EPs of the show, not even here for their own yeah, show. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, XEP Mimi, not even here. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Were you an EP last year? Yeah. I think yes. At least we've got one <laughs> present EP person. Yeah. So that's good. But it's just us. We've got a pretty big show for you anyway. But first, we've got to start it off with what we always do. Oh yeah, George. How was your week? My week was... I've never been introduced to one of these segments. Oh, actually, no, I have. I, I think, think, I week, think you might have done weekends at one point. Have you been here on a Tuesday? No, I don't yeah, think I have. No. Yeah, yeah, I've only... Okay, really? Oh, well, this is how we start every show now. <laughs> we talk about our week and or weekend, depending on the day. Well, things have changed since, since it was Mimi and I. <laughs> <laughs> how did you guys start the show previously? I think we just went straight into it. We had a oh, right. A, Oh, we had a like fun little segment here or there. Yeah, um, but yeah. You can probably catch those on Omni. <laughs> yeah, probably also catch the from... past episodes yeah, on exactly. Spotify and Apple and all. I think the you can go back platforms. years back, and all the episodes will still be there. So. I mean, how long's Represent even been running for? It's been like a good like five years, oh, surely longer. more. I think it's almost ten years. I wonder how far you can go back on. The... I'm gonna check that at least on Spotify. I wonder how far you can go back. Mm, I think we need a page of represent history on that the represent archive yeah <laughs> but yeah while i'm looking at that how how yeah. was your week what did you get up to yeah it was good just um working the corporate grinds oh, while, while also trying to 
finish off a few assignments for my masters. So never, never a dull moment in my life. What have uh, the assignments been? Um, one of them is very topical and being the Arab-Israeli <laughs> conflict. Um, really, so... haven't heard of it. What's that all about? <laughs> yeah, um, it's not like we've talked about it every week on no, this show. No, not at all. I, will they get it mentioned this week? I'm, I'm sure to some capacity. I, I feel like if Bridey has prepared anything, it will be about that. Yeah, there is course. a bit to talk about with it as well. Yeah, I, I think. Um... Yeah, I'm sure we've got enough time to bring it up. We've got heaps of time. We're chilling. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just about um, the historical situation there and putting a few different theories towards it. So, yeah, things that maybe shouldn't be disclosed on it. I, I was going to say, is this something we can talk about on, on the radio or no? Oh, yeah, we can. It's just um, it's not like I've got a buy like. Not in the assignments I'm writing a bias, but I well, don't would wanna... you would you be interested in discussing it a little bit? Yeah, sure. Curious. So this is strictly George's opinion. <laughs> the, well, it, it's actually Almost not my opinion. Not, not George's it's, opinion. Yeah. Is it other people's opinion, and you like collect it all up it's, or something? So we've had to take the perspective of a like a pre-chosen side, not chosen by us, and kind of portray that. So if, okay. in my instance, I was playing the role of Benjamin Netanyahu. Um, and I the had to, Israeli PM? The, yeah, Israeli yeah. PM. And I essentially had to delve out a plan to protect Israeli national interests. Um, again, not necessarily saying this is my opinion, but this is a very <laughs> objective um, essay I'm writing. Okay. Um, and yeah, just talking about how um, the Gaza Strip strip should be handled um how to one of the key points is to maintain a positive international standing which is in line with israel's um i guess national security and national interests in general and yeah just talking that was my main overarching thing about how to maintain a positive reputation worldwide so Okay. Yeah, if, if it ever gets published, you, you hey, know. Hey, Benjamin Netanyahu, if you need an advisor, yeah, you've exactly. got you've got a candidate lined up here yeah. for you. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he. Um, I'm sure he listens to the show. Yeah, right? I, I think he listens to the Tuesday show. To be honest, yeah, yeah he might only listen to Tuesdays. Honestly, yeah. Fridays are where it's at. Yeah, Fridays fr- party time. Yeah, Friday. I think the PLO <laughs> listened to this one instead. So <laughs> maybe, maybe not not Netanyahu. But what about yourself? Perhaps. Tell us about your week. Oh, what have I been up to this week? Okay, I've seen the Five Nights at Freddy's movie twice this week. How was it? I've I, I was thinking about watching it tonight, but. Okay, are you? Did you like follow follow it when it first came out, or like follow any of the lore or anything? Because it's a game series that has yeah. like a very rich lore behind it. All I remember was playing the game on my iPad and like yeah, yeah, or that the classic. So, yeah, I, I never really got the storyline, but um, yeah, well, feel, feel I free. guess like the game series is very rich with lore, and I think the film does really well with that Mm. because like you know the law like you kind of pick like a bunch of different things up across all the different games yeah and i think the film did a really good job of like combining all of the law from all of the games and then like putting all of the law into like the start of like what's obviously supposed to be like a series yeah of movies so like collected up all the law and presents like i guess like the first act of the law Right, which I think is good. It did it really well. Yeah, and um, I loved it. Being so, su- I was I was such a fanboy of the yeah. movie of the uh, games of the when game. I was younger, <laughs> and I was like all over like the game theory videos yeah. and everything. Um, so I loved it, and I yeah. thought it was really good. Um, and like twelve year old me 
was so happy, <laughs> um, which was great. And I think it's probably been just watching it in the cinema has been probably one of the most audience involved experience. Oh, really? Like it was crazy because there's like a few YouTuber cameos oh, and okay. all of that, um, which are like real like they're small bits. Like yeah. it's not like shoehorned, but it's really cool. But yeah. like. You can obviously hear the people who recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Because they go like, oh my god, that's that person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, you can tell who has played the games and who's just there to like watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the only thing that really I can recall that similar to that was when like The Lost Spider Man came out. Yeah, yeah, and the, like No every, Way Home. Yeah, yeah. And everyone like in the cinema was cheering along when. <laughs> Yeah. When certain yeah characters arose, but when um, certain characters arose, <laughs> try to avoid the spoilers for a movie. Yeah, that's exactly. Over <laughs> a year and a half old now, yeah, I think. I, I don't but know. Yeah. I get past nah, that, but yeah, no, I thought so. when Lightning McQueen turned up, that the oh, audience yeah. went wild. <laughs> it was crazy. Yes. Yeah, I think um when Batman and the when Joker ba- came yeah. as well. Yeah, that was pretty cool. But nah, yeah, good, good to hear. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I saw it twice. So uh, okay, second time I wasn't intending to see it, but I yeah. went out for dinner with my girlfriend last night. Yeah, and she was like, oh, "I was going to see it with uni friends, but like some of them just went and saw it today anyway without nah. me." And I'm like, "Damn, that's brutal. Let's just yeah. go see it." Like <laughs> that's a yeah. slap in the face I right there. <laughs> we've both been slapped in the face a little bit because I was going to go see it with a group of my friends. Yeah, and then two of them went and saw it on their own. Oh my god! And I'm like, "What the hell?" I think the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is really revealing who the real friends are yeah. in friend groups at the moment. <laughs> Gonna make your own Five Nights at Freddy's, I guess. I know. I'm just disappointed because my name's Freddy, but I exactly. spell it with an IE, and uh, the yeah. games in the movie spell it with a Y. Yeah. They spelt it wrong. Yeah. Guys, fix it. <laughs> but um, not like the game series is like almost 10 years old now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, great movie. Would recommend. So yeah, Perfect. go see that instead of Killers of the Flower Moon tonight. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm just preparing. Well, that is what I'm watching tonight, and yeah. that's what I'm preparing for the long, long movie that it is. It's a great and movie, though. Yeah, they really got to... <laughs> there needs to be a slow part in the movie where I can just wind out a little bit and then, you know, wind it up again. <laughs> no, yeah. no, I just don't think I can concentrate on a plot for three and a half hours and fully comprehend every single detail well do you th- would you like there to be an intermission in the middle of the movie what would you think of that mm. see i on one hand i understand why an intermission would be good but i feel like it it could in a way like i i'd like to see how that affects the actual like i don't know the pacing of the movie and also just the overall flow um like when you're watching a, you know, like this is a bit historic now, but watching a movie on on TV and you get the commercials and it's like kind of just Freedom ruins the yeah ruins the rhythm a little bit. So I ha- I hate watching movies on like commercial free to air TV. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we kind of go to a song here and there to break up the rhythm of <laughs> our show. So we can't really talk, but um, yeah, true. But we intend for those to go there, I guess, which is different yeah, to like free to yeah. air, where there's not supposed to be like an ad break, but yeah, they're just like they're at the behest of the TV network. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but no, I think I'd actually be opposed to it. I'm, you yeah, know, okay. I what what would depends what would be in the intermission? Would it be like a you know crossover so- to? Cinefm, something like <laughs> That'd be interesting. Yeah. Because I guess, like, there was something in the news recently where theatres have been putting in intermissions mm. without 
permission. Oh, okay. Because there isn't an intermission, but theaters have started like putting them in. Yeah. Um, and like the distributor is like, and Martin Scorsese has gone like, you can't do that to my movie. <laughs> like that's horrible. Yeah, Which yeah. I guess kind of makes sense because yeah. um, apparently there's like a policy where you're supposed to ask, right? Um, for permission to do something like yeah. that, and the theaters that have asked for permission, they've been told no. Mm. And they've just gone and done it anyway. Yeah. Which is so funny to me. That is... I think, like, it also probably... I, I think we're going into, like, a movie review this show right now. This is a movie now, review show. That's what we're going to, but I think... Representing um, film. Yeah, of course. But, like, I think movies and, like, TV shows are just made a bit differently now in the Absolutely. sense where, like, m- movies used to anticipate that their, their film will go to breaks at certain times... So they kind of, you know, like in a TV show or a movie now, you can go like full hundred speed all the way ahead. Like, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense, but well, like when you say a hundred speed, do you mean like double speed the the show or the movie or no, something? Like, or do you mean just like watch it and just plow through a show? Yeah, like, like binge watch. Yeah, like yeah. well, yeah, like binge watching it. But um, and now like because you're watching like episode after episode after episode you're probably more inclined to remember certain parts of the plot and things like that okay. from a previous episode so yeah, maybe you're you. like there's no like you know plot holes are are really like prominent very like, more, it, much more noticeable yeah noticeable Absolutely. and so i don't know that's yeah i don't know how that ties in <laughs> <laughs> it was a point that i had no i get that i ha- i struggle with binge watching i'm not a good binge watcher um so like even when i'm watching show on like a streaming service Mm. I watch it very slowly. Yeah. And I'm watching um Westworld at the moment. Okay. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like got a reputation for being a very confusing show. Yeah. Because it's like a very like mystery box kind of show. Yeah. Um and I've been watching it quite slowly and even like getting to like the end of the first season I'm like forgetting things <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh yeah, that happened." Yeah. And yeah, but um I suck at binge watching, so I just like find like either way, I'm just forgetting things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the thing like it's so hard to like fully pay attention to every plot detail of so many movies like absolutely i I feel like you know half the time i'm just trying to remember what so-and-so said and how that you know completely changes the dynamic of a show or a film so yeah yeah well before we go to a song because you said like trying to figure out what so-and-so said do you watch something with subtitles do you watch everything with subtitles, or do you watch no, nothing with subtitles? No, I, I watch without. Does it actually make a difference watching? Like, I, do you think you can pay attention better? Or I like watching it with subtitles, yeah, okay. honestly, because like, it, like I've, I don't always, I don't just stare at the subtitles, mm. but like, I find that like in my peripheral vision, yeah. I guess they're really handy to have. Yeah, so I okay. like it, but I sort of flip flop on and off just yeah. depending on how I'm feeling or what I'm watching, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. When, whenever I try and put subtitles on, I just my attention completely goes to the subtitles. I'm barely even watching the the show or the Fair movie. Enough. So, yeah, I guess not not for me, but... um, Maybe, yeah. like, if you do it for a while, you'll get used to it. Yeah. Or something, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's hit up a song, speaking of intermissions, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is intended so it doesn't yeah. ruin the flow of our show. <laughs> and while we listen to a song, surely... Get on to donating to sin. Of course. <laughs> GiveNow.com.au forward slash save sin. Have you donated yet, George? I have donated. You have so donated. Okay, you're off like the hook. <laughs> but um, our, some of our viewers, listeners, might not be. So mm. get around it. Yeah. And we're going to listen to a song. And we got more for you after. So this is Represent. Stay on. You are listening to sin. Specifically, you're listening to Represent. I'm Freddie. We've also got George. Now, George, 
I teased this a bit before we went to air, but I have a I have a plan that I want to run by you. Because so yeah. basically were you here last Friday? No, I wasn't. No, you weren't here last Friday. So at the end of last Friday we did the ABC News quiz. Yeah. Right? Which is like ten questions just about the news of the week. Mm. Alright, so what I want to do is because we have Bridie coming in at four. Yeah. So what I think we should do is I think you and I mm. should do it now mm. and we get our score. <laughs> but then when Bridie comes yeah, in yeah. at the end of the show, we do it with her. Yeah. But we need to try and swerve her to all of the wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I'll do I th- that. Yeah. yeah. And sh- le- like we just really got to like push and be like, yeah. we can't change her final answer, yeah. but we should be like, no, I'm pretty sure it's C. Yeah, like, yeah. something like that. I think that'd be quite I feel good. like she'll get so infuriated with it. No, that's the point. <laughs> she'll, be, she'll be, like, stubborn about her answers, though, I reckon. I, think. I, I reckon. But yeah. um, I think it'd be quite interesting. It will be. <laughs> because, like, I, I, I want to see, like, do you reckon, like, could us two convince her that she is wrong? Alright. I... Because I think, yeah, I think we'd we have could. a good yeah, go I, I think we could get... I reckon yeah. we should aim for her to get, like, three. Yeah. Or at least, like, under what we get. Oh, like, under- that goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. Yeah, so we need to try and swerve out all of the wrong answers. Yeah. But we're going to do it now. Right. And we're going to see if we can yeah. if we can get it. <laughs> oh, God. So I've got it up here. Yeah. And if we get worse than her by actually trying, yeah. that's going to be really sad. <laughs> And of course, this is very contingent on Bridie not listening right yeah, now. Yeah, but I'm assuming exactly. she's not because she's at a friends orchestra recital. Right. I think maybe. Yeah, that'd be a strange place to listen. <laughs> just like one ear button yeah. listening to represent, which everyone should be doing. Of course. But before we do the news quiz, I would love to thank Anonymous for their donation Boom. of, oh, I had it right here, but now the little ticker is gone, of $52. And just a few minutes before that, we had Ashley Lambden donate a hundred and three dollars wow. crazy thank stuff. you ashley thanks guys if you want to be like these two amazing legends get on to givenow.com.au forward slash save sin keep our station on the air and we'll be able to keep gaslighting brightie on air <laughs> <laughs> this That's will not course. be the last time we do this exactly all right how, how are you feeling about following the news of the week do you feel confident honestly i f- i have not this week paid heaps of attention so I'm a bit okay. you're a bit you're a bit, I'm rusty. bit anxious about it yeah but we'll see rusty. how we go yeah okay that's we're, right. so we're doing it together so we're, you and okay. I are going to do it yeah, together gotcha, and gotcha, we're gotcha. actually right. going to try yeah. we're going to have to bring our brains together and okay, do it yeah. and then we're just going to try and screw Bridie over once that's she true. arrives <laughs> alright All right. so question one actor Matthew Perry died this week at the age of 54 for how many seasons did he play Chandler on Friends as far as I'm concerned, Chandler was on it the whole time. Yeah. And, and I'm were... pretty sure there were ten seasons. Is it ten or nine? Well, I thought it was nine, but the only options here are six, eight, ten, and twelve. So it has to be ten. Because it definitely wasn't six. It wasn't six. Was it eight? I don't think it was eight. I'm... Yeah, no, I actually... I'm I pretty think it sure was it was ten. Yeah. All right. All right should we, should yeah. we lock in ten? Do we... Wait, we were right. All right, let's yeah. go. Do you... So you'll have the answers with you saved? Yes. Like, we'll, we'll, okay, cool. We'll, we'll remember it. We'll remember it. I'll, ha- I'll have it open. I'll have our... Should I write it down in case? Ma- maybe write it down. <laughs> right. Maybe write it down. All right. No worries. Okay. Um, all right. So question one, how many seasons did Matthew Perry play Chandler on Friends? Ten seasons, which was 
the whole run, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question two. All but one of Australia's living prime ministers released a joint statement expressing their support for Israel and calling for solidarity with Jewish Australians. Mm. Who was the former PM that didn't take part? Was it Paul Keating, Malcolm Turnbull, Kevin Rudd, or John Howard? Yeah, Paul Keating. Paul Keating. I, I know this one as long well as we talked about it on the show on oh, Tuesday. Right. <laughs> That's going to be and, hard to well, and, and it was Bridie's segment as well, so I think we're going to have to... Yeah, that'll be our one admission to... We're going to have yeah. to let her have that one, yeah, well, right? Because we can't just blow her cover completely. Maybe we could say, like, oh, just within the hour of her being on the show Kevin Rudd <laughs> maybe we slip it into like a if we do like an Israel Palestine update we yeah. can slip it in and be like I can't believe Malcolm Turnbull yeah. didn't sign the letter and see if she picks up on it we, we should go to like an extreme or something say you know Malcolm Turnbull recognised all of Israel as Palestine no! <laughs> which she, would be very that would be ballsy if we got her to believe yeah, that but, but like maybe uh, she just hasn't been paying attention this maybe week maybe she hasn't maybe she hasn't question three Matilda's captain Sam Kerr finished second in the race mm. for the title of the world's best women's football player. Who was the person who came out on top? Was it... Oh, God, these names. Um, <laughs> was it Sweden's Fridolina Rolfo? <laughs> was it England's Mary Earps? Was it Spain's Aitana Bonmati? Mm. Or Australia's Hayley Rasso? So it wasn't Hayley Rasso. I don't think it, it definitely wasn't her. I feel like I, 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 I saw the ceremony. Oh, and I saw, okay. But I don't know the name. I, I know what she looks like. Or is it cheating <sighs> if we bring up photos of each one? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we can do that. <laughs> I feel like it was the Swedish, the Swedish one. You probably know more than I do. So, because I was going to say, for some reason, it's giving me Spain vibes, but I feel like that would well, be Spain too obvious. Did win because, the world Cup. yeah, I feel like that would be too obvious. But that would play into the hands, sense. right? Like, but we're both agreeing that it's not England. <laughs> yeah, I think it wasn't. All right, let's go for the. What, what was her name again? The Swedish, Atana Bonmati. All right, let's go for that. Yay! Hey, okay, go. it was. It was. All Phew. right, nicely done. Well, we're on a roll now. We're on a three roll. We've got three what, for three. What, what has been the historic results on Representatives have been? Like, um, from the one time we've yeah. done it on this show, <laughs> well, I believe we got like eight out of ten last uh, cool, week or cool. something. All right, question four. Speaking of women's soccer, who did the Matildas defeat 3-0 this week in the second round of their Olympic qualifying campaign? Was it Iran... Chinese Taipei, Uzbekistan, or the Philippines? I'm pretty sure it was Iran. They played Philippines and Iran, though. Oh, did they? And I'm pretty sure they... I think it's Iran, because I think okay. they beat the Philippines, like, like by a ridiculous amount, so... So, so I think Iran? Iran, yeah. Because I do remember they did win one, no, like, 8-0. I Chinese Taipei's. Oh, no. I, no, I'm pretty sure it's Iran. Okay. I, um, they played three matches. Yeah. Against, I think it was... Chinese Taipei, Philippines, and Iran. And I think they beat Iran 3-0. 3-0? Okay. Because yeah. the only one that I watched a bit of was Iran. Mm. So I don't know if it's... Do you know what the score at the time was? I, I don't know, because yeah. it was only, like, at the very start. Yeah. So, so of course, it was, like, 0-0. I reckon it was Iran. Because I do yeah. remember hearing that they beat somebody by, like, 8-0 yeah, Iran's a much stronger footballing nation, so I'd okay. say, yeah. All right, Iran. Iran, lock it in. Oh, oh no. Chinese Taipei. Oh, uh. <laughs> 
That's that's all right. That's all right. Wow, that's an interesting one. That's okay. Three out of four. Yeah. That's all right. We can still easily beat Bridie with that. Yeah. Interesting that they call it Chinese Taipei and not Taipei. Is there a reason they call it Chinese Taipei? Must be some FIFA regulations that China have... Maybe. We can yeah. look it up during the song. Yeah. Question five. Coles and Woolworths were recognised with undesirable awards from the consumer advocacy group Cho- Choice. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't read <laughs> Choice. For, quote, cashing in during a cost-of-living crisis. Yeah. What are these awards called? Is it the Shonky Awards, Wonky Awards, <laughs> Dodgy Awards, or Flonky Awards? I'm pretty sure it's Shonky, because I read shonky. it this morning. Okay, go for it. I, I, I read this. It's Shonky Awards, yeah. yeah. All right, question six. It's been a year since Elon Musk took over Twitter, which he renamed X. How much do US media say the company is worth now compared to when he purchased it? Is it double the price, the same price, about half the price, or a quarter of the price? I think it's a quarter. Really? Yeah. I think it might be half. I think you it reckon? actually I think it might be half. I don't know. All I right. feel bad because yeah. I feel like I let us down Iran last no, time. No, that was me. And um, uh, because it definitely isn't double all yeah, the same. Yeah, definitely down. Yeah, for sure. But I feel like I remember seeing, I feel like I remember seeing fifty-four percent for some reason. Like that number's just ringing okay. out to me. So I feel all like right. it's that. Do it. Yeah. yeah. Or I'm gonna feel so bad if I lose us another <laughs> one. All right. Yeah, it's half the price. Oh, okay, nicely Ooh, done. Nicely thank done. Thank God. All right, we're five out of six. We've got. Yeah. We've got a few. We got four questions left. Taylor Swift broke Spotify's record for the most streamed album in a single day with a re-release of which album? Fearless, Red, Speak Now, or 1989? Well, I'm. I don't think it was 1989. Was 1989 last week, or was that? Or is that this week? Because oh. Okay, so Bridie was late to one of the shows yeah. recently. Yeah. And we kept saying it was because she was listening to 1989. Oh, uh, okay. But I don't... Was that... Was that on Tuesday or was that Wednesday? Was Mimi there on Tuesday? I don't I think even... Mimi goes to the Tuesdays. Or does she? I think she might have been to this Tuesday, though. Is it cheating if I check the run sheet and see? <laughs> um... Oh, wait, was she there on the... No, I don't think she was. Wait, was she? Oh, I can't even remember. She was definitely at last Friday. She was there last Friday, so yeah. maybe it's not 1989. Wait, so did Taylor Swift release, a, like, a two different albums? Or, like, She's been releasing her re-releases, like, quite close together. Okay. I... Oh. I think, well, 90 is, like, that's a, like... I don't know. <sighs> I, we're definitely not going to beat Bridie with this question because no. she is a Taylor Swift fanatic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, oh, damn. We should have been. Wait, say, say the other ones okay. again. Fearless. Yeah. Red. Mm. Speak Now. Or 1989. I think we should, based off what we think is the most popular album out of those, which is probably 1989. Yeah, I, I think it... Yeah, I think nineteen eighty nine. Let's go for nineteen eighty nine. Let's just go for it. Let's do it. Yeah, okay, it's nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Okay, interesting. Was nineteen eighty nine released last week though? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not up to date. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Australia appears to be approaching another wave of COVID nineteen around the end of this year. Mm. What number COVID wave would it be? Would it be our sixth, eighth, tenth, or twelfth? So we normally focus on like the state 
Right? Yeah, like Victorian's gone through. I'm more of a state, yeah, because yeah, it's like I feel guy. like you rarely look at it as like a yeah. national because there wasn't really a huge national response, I guess, other than mm. border control, I guess, which even then came down to states a fair bit. Is this the first like way like wave that they're considering for like the last two years or something? Or? I I don't know because I mm. do remember reading something that because it's going to be around Christmas time. Okay, I remember reading that it will be the third Christmas wave. Which, to me, implies yeah. that there's been a Christmas wave every year. So well, wouldn't I, it just be, like, the 2020 and 2021? Oh, and like yeah, 20, no, true. Because I yeah, don't think there was would, a wave last... I don't think year. there was a wave in 2022. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, but, but this is looking at, like, over the past... Past all of the years. Yeah. <laughs> Since 2020. Oh, this is hard. Because I've only read about the Christmas stats. Yeah. So what, what are the numbers okay. again? Sixth. Eighth, yeah, tenth, or twelfth. I feel like it's got to be out of ten or twelve. Yeah, right? I like think so as well. It's definitely not six. Right? It's like, not what? six. No way. I feel like oh, I want to go high and say twelve, but I don't. I don't know. What are you thinking? I'll let you have. I want. I want you to lock this one in. Yeah, okay. this is this is on you. He's pondering. He's got like the. He's got the look on his mm. face. I reckon we'll have to go with 12. 12? Yeah. All right, lock it in 12. Final answer. Yeah. What? No, it's the 8th. Really? No way. There's got to be some weird metric about there, how that is. How, what does it consider a wave? Yeah, Because exactly. technically Victoria had like eight waves yeah, yeah. on its own. So what is... Yeah. I don't know. I think we get the point anyway. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, but we, we got to go by ABC rules. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, question nine. The Beatles have released what they will say mm. will be their last... The Beatles have released what they say will be their final song. What is it called? Time Never Stops, with a little help from AI, <laughs> Now and Then, and Future's Past. I do know the answer to yeah, this. It's Now and Then. It's right? Now and yeah. Then, yeah. Um, so there we go. Easy point. But um, if they called it with a little help from AI, that would be so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it was it was completed with AI, right? That That's what the... Yeah, something... It was... um. Here, it's got a little description here. Now and then started as a demo recorded by John Lennon in his New York apartment before his death and has now come together with new contributions from Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, and the late George Harrison. But I do remember reading that there was AI mm. somewhere in that song. Yeah. Maybe we can trick Bridie by going yeah. <laughs> with a little help from AI. I, can't, I think we can say that. I think it, we'd have to try and convince her it's like time never stops yeah, or something. Yeah. Is, is Bridie a big Beatles fan? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe she's been too, hopefully she's been too distracted with Taylor Swift. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I can't I, imagine her being yeah. a big Beatles fan. Yeah. All right. Question 10. Final question. We're on seven out of nine. It's not too bad. So we can match last week yeah. if we get this one, which I think will be a home run. Which of Donald Trump's children became the first family member to testify in their company's New York fraud trial? Was it Donald Trump Jr., Ivanka Trump, Eric Trump, or Tiffany Trump? Now, I can rule out Ivanka and Tiffany straight away. Mm. Now, I want to say Eric, but because I do remember reading something, but I don't know if Eric was the more recent one mm. or maybe donald trump jr testified before him i want to say eric trump as well yeah lock in eric any yeah. any any methodology or no i just, just feel right? like i've you know his name has gone in the circles a bit recently so yeah okay yeah are we locking in eric trump yeah unless unless, <laughs> a, unless there's one for like baron trump or something we don't <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we don't have that. Trump, no. All right, Eric Trump. All right, to match last week, is it Eric Trump? It is not. Uh, it was Donald Trump Jr. No. <laughs> I think Eric Trump must have been... He must have testified, like, today or yesterday. Because mm. I remember reading something very recently about Eric Trump, and it was that... um. He felt, oh, no, now that I'm remembering it, I think, yeah, because I read something where it's like Eric yeah. Trump said the same thing as Donald Trump Jr., I think, right. where a bunch of his answers were just like, I don't remember. Yeah. So, oh, but that's right. We got, we got seven. seven out of and ten. And there was only two of us, so... That's yeah, seven out of ten. Yeah. We did score 3% better than the average. Well done. So we're doing pretty good, <laughs> but I think we can easily, yeah, I feel easily like... beat Bridie. Yeah. If we steer her in the wrong direction, I think we can beat her. Well, some of them I don't think we'll be able to... Okay, no. Right, well, she, well, now she's a massive Matildas fan, right? So she'll get the one we got wrong about. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese Taipei. Yeah, I um, think... Yeah, I think we could steer her quite well. I don't think we're yeah. going to be able to steer her on Taylor Swift. No. But I think she won't get higher than us, surely. She definitely won't. Especially <laughs> when we're screwing with her, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there, there's like there's some easy ones I think. Do we, do can we stop need her, her to give the final answer? Mm. Do, do we I, I think How do we work this? Like So I think what we gotta do is like we can steer her in the wrong direction. Yeah. But whatever she, whatever her last one is I think that's just what we go with. But we have to phrase it like as if we're not all doing it together. It's it's like it's her quiz. Right? Yeah. So I think maybe like you know if she says like nah, I think it's Chinese Taipei. Well, we can keep on we, pestering her. We can keep <laughs> pestering her. Let's let's see how long yeah, it takes yeah. to like really annoy her. Really we see like how her. we're going for time, and then yeah, you know, let's, can we got to allocate a lot of time at the end yeah. for it. But yeah. yeah, I think I think we can get higher. I think we'll be higher than her in yeah. the end. Yeah. That, hey, let's yeah. say let's go bef- below four. Yeah, below four. That'd I, th- be, I think that'd that's be, pretty interesting. Maybe be, below yeah. five. I think because there's a few soccer and Taylor Swift yeah. questions in there, so I think she might have some luck with those ones. Yeah, I I don't think she'll get some of them. She I don't think she'll get the Chinese Taipei one though. You reckon? I don't think there's there's any. Surely chance. she's been watching. Has she watched oh. all the games? You reckon? I don't think she's been. I think I think she was watching. She was really into the World Cup. Yeah, but I don't think Is, she would have been into the Olympics. Beyond to, I don't think so. so. Okay. I don't think so. That's a shame. But yeah, I reckon we dive into a song. Yeah. I reckon it'll be a good song. We've got Georgia... Ge- oh, wait. Is the, is the artist the top or the bottom? I don't think we've ever um, actually figured it out. I think the, it's the top is the artist. and the- Georgia Gets By. Yeah, I, that would make sense because it's Georgia Gets By with Happiness as an 8-Ball. Yeah, that's so I think interesting band name. <laughs> interesting. It'd be, either well, way, either it's an interesting <laughs> yeah, band name. Yeah. But yeah, you're listening to Represent. Stay on, and we've got heaps more coming up. So stay tuned and donate to Sin while you're at it. That was the Dandies with Gums, and you're listening to Represent on Sin. Freddie and George with you, and Bridie will be walking in any minute now, I'm sure. And if you were just listening, you'd know that we're planning to mess with her a little bit at the end of the show by trying to sabotage her doing the weekly news quiz that the ABC puts out. But I think we should probably do what the point of this show is <laughs> maybe at least for one go during the show. <laughs> we've gone through so many topics that aren't we, politics so far. We've talked about movies. Yeah. We've talked about Taylor Swift. Yeah. We've done everything but politics. Exactly. And it's been a pretty good week for politics, I reckon. Yeah. So let's get it moving because we've seen Jim Chalmers, the, the treasurer, he's been in the news a lot recently, but it's just made the news this week because he is trying to sort of 
nuzzle his way into some energy policy, specifically with the transition to renewable energy, which is a bit interesting. He gave an address yesterday called Energy, the Economy and This Defining Decade, where he said, quote, we know further action is required to meet our targets, our 2030 targets. It's important for me to acknowledge that without more decisive action across all levels of government, working with investors, industry and communities, the energy transition could fall short of what the country needs. So a pretty sort of blunt remark there, I think, in his address. But it also does convey the urgency quite well, because Australia, he's referring to the 2030 targets, we're not doing great on mm. those right now. Um, and there's been a lot of concern about the 2030 targets um, in the last couple of months, I think, which have been a lot of fun to sort of listen about. Because, <laughs> yeah. So, but what is he going to do about it? So he is committed to the newly reformed Productivity Commission, which is an advisory body on microeconomic, social and environmental policy that falls under his portfolio, which I find a bit bizarre, but, um, like, Treasurer is in, mm. is in charge of this Productivity Commission. But I guess, like, it, it is quite revolvent around money almost, I guess. Yeah. Microeconomic. Yeah. What's the difference between economic and microeconomic? I've learned about difference? the... Like, there's, I, I thought the main difference was, like, macroeconomic and microeconomic, and one of them... <laughs> I'm not going to... I'm not going to give so, any yeah. wrong information <laughs> on the show. That's all right. But, um... So, oh, Brady's just logged onto the run sheet. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's committed to this newly reformed Productivity Commission to work towards meeting Australia's 2030 climate targets, specifically with 82% of Australia's electricity being sourced from renewables. So I think a very necessary change, a very good change. Um, so he will be issuing a statement of expectations to the Commission, which is the first time a Commission has received something like this since its formation in 1998, which Chalmers says will, quote, uh, make clear that guiding our country towards a successful net zero transformation will be one of the key focus areas for a revamped and renewed Productivity Commission. He has also said that he wants a more involved role in the Productivity Commission, which, you know, if he's making a big point on sort of um, the 2030 targets and climate, I don't think we've really seen a whole lot of other politicians commit to it so hard mm. that he ha like he has in his address yesterday. So I think it could be an all right thing yeah. for him to get involved in this. But of course, his treasurer, his plate is already sort of, he's spread quite thin already, I'd think, especially with all the interest rate talks mm. uh, over the year. Um so I think it's been interesting, and a lot of other people have found it a bit interesting as well, because despite being, despite the commission being within his portfolio, um, climate and energy really isn't, which is a bit interesting that is sort of making areas, making sort of steps in these areas, and there has been a bit of concern about this from other people, because he's stepping into the policy into the policy areas of, specifically that he mentioned in his speech, he's sort of stepping on the toes a little bit maybe of Chris Bowen, who's the Climate and Energy Minister, Ed Husick, the Minister for Industry, Madeleine King for Resources, and Tanya Plibersek for Environment. It's said that Chalmers has been working closely with uh, Chris Bowen especially for a while now, but does that sort of give him a place to make this address and sort of commit to climate targets that aren't really under his portfolio. George, mm. what do you think? Well, I think if we 
take it a step back and we look at climate change in itself and the why climate change gets accelerated and and what it, it's always because like economic means are more you know override the needs of environmental or like you know as for politicians like the economic incentives are always or not always, but a lot of the time they're preferred over climate initiatives. So I think it almost is a good overlap to have the treasurer um, who is in such a position to make um, economic decisions is inclined to do what's, you know, best for the climate. Yeah. Um, so I, I... And to put the point about, like, you know, um, politicians with the, like, him, you know maybe stepping out of his bounds or something a lot of politicians have very diverse um portfolios like absolutely you know, some sports ministers can be the minister for i don't know, <laughs> you know animal rights like, like animal yeah. rights or yeah, like children yeah. or something exactly yeah. so i i think there's a lot of overlap um in politics and it probably isn't the worst thing to um for this situation especially because it's the biggest detractor of climate um initiatives going forward being the economic one so i think it's actually yeah probably you think it's like best. a good move good i think move? It, i think it is a good move and you know obviously australia has always been bad at following our targets <laughs> over <laughs> especially climate yeah yeah exactly so um you know this could pave the way i'd love to see some genuine quick and strong action take place in the near yeah. future um that'll be dependent on the budget coming up next year um and yeah i guess we'll see hopefully some nice little initiatives are put in place i know i've mentioned about the subsidizing of electric vehicles i'd love to strong see. strong thoughts on that yeah, from a couple weeks back that. yeah um, yeah i'd love to see some action put in place there um and yeah, like there's so many there's a lot that is being done in like in terms of various initiatives like you know solar farms opening up we've got you know wind farms everything going ahead especially in victoria as well um i think just earlier this week the state government released a statement regarding a solar farm in northeast victoria which is promising um that'll be good yeah so i think there's there's things that are happening, but a lot more could happen. <laughs> a lot more could happen. So we think this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I, I guess, like so. he said in his address, um, it needs sort of a response from all levels of government. Yeah. And I guess that also means like across portfolios, no matter where mm. you are, um, which I think is good. It might be the kick that the government needs to actually, yeah. um, to actually get get moving on some 2030 stuff. Yeah. Because we're falling behind a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And I guess just touching on Jim Chalmers as well, though, like he's more of the moderate side of the Labour Party, yeah. um, so it's good to see, you know, a unification of the Labour Party, um, which is almost to be expected, um, you know, regarding Absolutely. climate change. Yeah. Um, I did say something. Now, I know we probably don't say eye to eye with this person a bit, <laughs> but um, Andrew Bolt yeah. of Sky News yeah. has theorised that his statement and working sort of sort of stepping out of his portfolio a little bit and into other portfolios shows a bit of a desire from Chalmers to potentially place himself in the running for prime ministership. Mm. What do we think of that? I think it's an interesting thought, but I don't think it's anything you can really yeah, cement I... as like a definite right now. But no. it's an interesting thing to start thinking about. Yeah, I seems like a bit of a stretch just yeah. from this one little <laughs> just from one statement yeah, i guess it, exactly maybe we can sort of start thinking about it a bit more if he does have this more involved role 
mm. that he's been talking about. Yeah. But um, it's an interesting little thing to sort of think about a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. I, yeah. I... I don't know how well received that would be by the entire mm. Labour Party. It it could be a like you know, it could be something that's favourable amongst the general Australian population because of his you know economic background, which was one of Albanese's um, main detractors. Uh, yeah. So you know, like his economic literacy might might put him in good stead, but. Some yeah, I, potential. I, I wouldn't take yeah. all of that. <laughs> it seems like a bit of a stretch right now. It seems a bit um, of a stretch to just pull it out of this address. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you know, Andrew Bolt does need to you know stay relevant somehow. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll say he definitely does need to stay relevant. Yeah. Jesus. Um. So yeah, despite the commission being within Chalmers' portfolio, the statement of expectations does need to be agreed upon by the incoming head of the Productivity Commission, who is Danielle Woods. Uh, who is coming from being the CEO of the Grattan Institute. She begins her role on November 13th, so just under two weeks. Um, now, she has recently given an address, an address on Tuesday, her final address as CEO of the Grattan Institute, advocating for tax reform. This is something that Chalmers has mostly been hesitant on during his time as treasurer, and she said in her address that tax reform is essential for a clean, for a green energy transition. So, you know, we've seen her give this address on tax reform, but Chalmers has tried to stay away from that a little bit, and he's sort of... He wants the Productivity Commission to work on energy transformation. Do we think they might butt heads a little bit mm. on this front? Kind of kind of seems like it. It <laughs> seems know? like it might. Yeah, I, like, if you're making those kind of claims... <laughs> yeah. It, it, it doesn't... Well, sometimes, you know, it, it works out positively when you have... Um, contradictory opinions on on these kind of issues but yeah that does seem like a curious <laughs> <laughs> might be a bit interesting but i guess like yeah. there is sort of like they might be able to find that middle ground because she did say mm. that there is you need to keep it in mind for tax reform that green energy is an important part of that yeah um will they find middle ground in that area maybe or will it just be like i want to do tax reform i want to do yeah uh, i want to do renewables look i don't think jim chalmers is ever going to get some kind of green new deal <laughs> ahead I, he's I think, not going to be the one to do it no, solely. so um and from the sounds of it that's more or less what she's you know where she aligns herself with so yeah yeah, I, I'm sure there's room for compromise, and the fact that Jim Chalmers is coming to the table probably shows that he is... Well, it does show that he is trying to, um, you know, put climate at the forefront. So, yeah, I, I, I can't see him going to all this effort just to say, no, we're not going <laughs> to accept any of your advice. Just to have Danielle Wood come and go, like, I'm not agreeing with this statement yeah. of expectations. <laughs> go away. Yeah, exactly. I, It'd be I a bit embarrassing imagine. for the government if that was... Yeah, it if that definitely were to would be. The be thing that would happen. But, um, yeah, you, politics is just a game of compromises, so <laughs> I guess we'll see exactly. how we go. And Look who's here. <laughs> Welcome, Bridie. Thank you. Welcome, how, Bridie. How's it going? I feel amazing. Yeah? <laughs> I had my recital. Last yeah? thing, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you look a bit um. She's so happy. I'm a bit yeah. She's so happy. <laughs> Got a lot of. <laughs> the tram very slow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, As expected. Yeah. Too. I should have expected it. And like they were running twenty minutes behind, so of everyone's course. recitals were twenty minutes later. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Typical PTV right? bashing from Bridie. <laughs> 
as always. It's justified in my defence. I think it's always justified. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, yeah. how's, how's things? How are we going? Yeah, it's yeah. been so good. Yeah. <laughs> just finishing up a segment. We were just finishing up a segment. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about? Uh, Jim Chalmers and his um, renewables address yesterday. Oh, yeah, I saw that. What, what do you think? Um, I think it's pretty funny that he's admitting that, like, we're not going to make our targets when basically their whole election platform last year was climate. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that is good, good to think yeah. about. And, you know, they you probably already said it, but, like, the Greens won, like, seven seats or something. We yeah. didn't talk about that. We didn't even <laughs> elaborate. We didn't say anything about yeah. that. Like, it's a bit ironic. Yeah. Anyway. Bit, bit interesting. Do you yeah. think Jim Chalmers is going to be the next PM? Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. Not anymore. Um, you, you, don't, you don't align yourself with Andrew Bolt? <laughs> you don't align... Yeah, with Andrew Bolt's theory. Andrew Bolt said that um, he's stepping outside his portfolio a little bit and that could indicate really? a desire to be PM. Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone who's in politics wants to be PM, to be fair. Like, that is the yeah? end goal, I reckon. Mm. No one goes into yeah. politics without some sort of ambition. <laughs> That's so, fair. Know, That's fair. I, I mean, I don't think, I think everyone... you've been watching too much House of Cards or something. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen House of Cards. Oh, I, really? I don't think okay. everyone goes in wanting to be PM. But well, I reckon there's a little part of everyone. A little yeah. part of it. I mean, I'm Maybe sure everyone it's not thinks... not primary goal. I'm sure everyone yeah. thinks, like, oh, wouldn't it be nice? Exactly. But, like, does but, everyone like, want to be? Does I everyone actively want to be? if you're in a be? major party, mm. you probably... Like, if you're in the Greens, obviously you're resigned to never becoming prime minister. <laughs> I think there's some, like, independents who think that they're... No. <laughs> I, I think of the Lydia <laughs> Thorpe, for I'm sure, example. Um, yeah. I'm sure David Pocock is really th- yeah. <laughs> pinning his PM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely. Um... So, yeah, where were we up to? I don't even know, I think. Sorry, I just <laughs> interrupted the floor. But, yeah, um, so, yeah, I guess keep an eye on this. Yeah. I think we were basically at the end yeah, of the segment, so. but we don't have the outro, I guess. We don't have the momentum for an outro. Sorry. But um, I, I guess the question is, um, so a lot of talk about Australia not meeting its 2030 targets, I think, are very grounded. Are these big moves, I guess, from Jim Chalmers what we need to get back on track? What are his big moves? He's um, committing the Productivity Commission to working towards 2030 policies. So he's committing... He's committing an advisory body. An advisory body to think of some policies. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. George and I were a bit more hopeful than you, I think. I mean, it's... I I guess it's better than nothing, but I just feel like that's... We've been getting advisory bodies to do our climate work for how long now? Mm. Like... Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. You want him to just take the bull by its horns and, you know... Yeah, put some... Just, like, I'm sure they've got enough drafts of climate policies lying around Parliament (laughs) House. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'm sure there's something that they can just put in place. Let's go home. When you think about it, like, it can't be that hard to put these simple initiatives in place that... Exactly. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It'll be a fun time. Uh, But, yeah, um, let's head up a song, maybe, I think. Yeah, um, Willow by Taylor Swift. <laughs> Can we get it playing? Uh, oh, you actually got it up there. No, I don't. Uh, I actually don't know how to do that. Uh, um, but <laughs> I don't know how to do that. But here's Scandalous by Carvey. You're listening to Represent now with Freddie and George and Bridie. Yeah. Exciting times. Now, let's make it fun. Hey, you, nobody needs to know how your fingers taste in my mouth. Let's cover the whole top. Bro. 
jet Touchdown on your runway, LAX This is business and doors, pleasure Show me how you take the pressure Fuck into the ozone, I pollute that Higher than it's like pole, I salute that Pledge allegiance to the fame, I'm a champ Put some money on my name and then you slap New swag, new style, like it's 06 Cash out, pops out, the optics I don't want to be list with the bogus Then I'm the real deal, when I notice this Notice this, I'm only dropping hits Do I control my shit? I said built the bits Killing every stage and executionist Don't ever let them state, I made excuses here Listening to represent, we've just gotten some very sad news. Yeah, sorry, I've let the team. Yeah. So, basically, Bridie. Yeah. We had a plan at the start of the show. Okay. We've done the news quiz already. Already at the start of the show, uh-huh. we were gonna. Once you came in at the end of the show, we were gonna get you to do it. Like, oh, with, like we were gonna and- pretend we haven't done it. Yeah, I get. What and you're we were gonna, gonna swerve you to all of the wrong answers. <laughs> <laughs> and see how well you did. Yeah, but um, you've done it this morning. I got ten out of ten. What? Oh, damn it! <laughs> I thought it was really easy. We got seven. <laughs> we got seven. Ah, suckers! What did you get wrong? We got it. Oh, I've still got it. I've still got it up. We. I put Iran. Not. We got um, so What did we get wrong? We I got... watched the Iran game. Oh, oh wait, well, no, I didn't. I watched twenty minutes of the Iran game, and I watched yeah. the full the other one, the one that was a oh. respectable hour. Yeah, we um yeah. we said Iran instead of Chinese Taipei for defeating three nil. We also said, um, the it was going to be the eighth wave of COVID. Mm. Oh no, we said it was going to be the 12th wave, not yeah. the eighth wave. Yeah. 12. Because we, we were... Yeah, he, he, he like keeps we, a count. We were, I read an article. We were... Oh, oh of okay, course you yeah, did. Yeah. Um, and it's what a news quiz. We said, uh, we said uh, Eric Trump was the first to testify, not Donald Trump Jr. I don't know who Eric Trump is. Because I, I read an article more recently about him testifying and it was like recency mm. bias. And I thought he was the first. Oh, but, yeah. I read Do you an know article who Eric about... Trump is? He's, he's one a, of the sons. He, yeah, well, yeah, there you go. But yeah. Um, no, I, I saw a headline that Donald Trump... Tragedy in the so sin house like, right now. This is so sad. <laughs> I, yeah, well, you failed in your... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were hoping you haven't... You wouldn't have done it. Well, I'm too good. Why did you do it? That's so sad. Because it was, was such a good plan it was a as great well. Plan, yeah. We were gonna. We were so happy with our plan as well. You guys are mm. silly. It was gonna be so good. Yeah. But um. Now I'm gonna have to do my segment in a somber mood and yeah. everything. Yeah. Thanks. Priority. I can't believe it. Maybe, maybe Mimi's gonna walk in at the end, and yeah. we can all we can all do it against Mimi. Of course. No, I saw her last night because I had to drop her pants back to her. Oh and yeah. She's pretty crook. So no, oh, she no. won't be in. 
that's okay. But um, hey Naya, have you done the news quiz? If not, call in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe we should call Naya. She'll well, I'm sure she's kind of done it. Mumbling at us with her sure. swollen face. Can, can we call Naya on air? And we we called. Yeah, we've, why not? I think we told you this. We called Bridie. Yeah. Naya, I called Bridie, and she didn't even know who we were. Yeah. I so rude. So rude. Yeah. All right. We're calling. We're calling Naya. On we can the, uh, call her from the studio, like through the phone mm. thing. The bro is the phone working yet? Oh, I don't know. Probably not. We'll call her through the PC though. The the teams. Hey Naya. You're on represent. I'm sorry, I'm just popping, just popping out the front door. How are your teeth? They are swollen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so, what's going on? What's your favourite soft food? Has it changed from yesterday? Um. Well, I'm still liking the watermelon jelly. It's very nice, though. I did pick up some lemon curd from our local deli, which oh. is a bit of a delicacy. That is Sweet treat. delish. That's delicious. So what, are you just eating that by the spoon? Yep. <laughs> nice. Yep. Good <laughs> pleasure. Fair enough. So are How's you missing the show? Us? Well, I don't know. I just we, turned up. We had such a great plan, and Bridie's foiled Wait, don't, it. Don't, don't say it, because then you can <gasps> use it on her. Have you yeah. done the news quiz, Naya? No, no, I'm saying like for future weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I haven't done it yet. Interesting. Good to know. <laughs> Good, <laughs> Good to know. know. Okay, but, yeah. uh, don't do it before next week's yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. Don't, yeah, right. we, we've, oh, set a, we've set an embargo, no doing the news quiz yeah. before the show. Doesn't that go for you two as well? Well, we did it on the show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, fair <laughs> we, we did it on the show. You did it before the show. Yeah, because we yeah, turned up on time. Yeah, so. you did it this morning. Yeah, no doing the news quiz when it isn't on the show. Yeah. Yeah, because we've just had All a great right. plan no foiled, news quiz. but that's okay. But yeah, so feeling good on the recovery? You feel you're sounding pretty good. Yeah, you sound good. Yeah. Yeah, it, the talking's been pretty fun. Like, I got in the car, my dad drove me home from the hospital, and I was just talking, 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 and then pretty much conked out for the rest of the evening. But no, talking's been fun. I am on, I think, four different medications nice. um, mm. plus antibiotics. Jeez. So the pain's not here, but I've started to feel the pressure of the swelling. So, like, I'm, I'm not able to talk as much as I was able to say this morning when I suddenly realised I'd regained feeling in my face. Um, but now it's kind of like moment. I can definitely feel the restriction coming on. Okay. Well, that's much more well described than I would have put it on day two after mine. I would have been like, yeah. oh. Yeah, some, some of the medications have made me, like, in, within the first hour of taking them, some of them make me really drowsy. And so I was yeah, just, I like, know that one. conk out yeah, I hated completely. That one, and they were they were really strong, but... No, they're keeping keeping me out of too much trouble. Woke up this morning to the pain at about four thirty because I was out of all like I I slept really well, but all the drugs had worn off by the time I about yeah four thirty in the morning and I just woke up with this like shot of pain. I was like, oh my goodness, what's happened to my face? But yeah, <laughs> took all the medicine. I recommend anyone who's getting your teeth done follow what they say. Take the medicine as much as you know they've. They've said it works. <laughs> <laughs> She's not anti-meds. Yeah. No, luckily. <laughs> there we go. Not at all. It is. It is much relief. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're sounding really good. Yeah. So that's any great. any oh, news slash politics related thoughts? Um, well, I'm reading a couple of good um, political books. I'm reading the. Oh my goodness, her name has escaped me because it's not in front of me. Samantha uh, Maiden. The, is that the one you posted sorry? on Instagram? Samantha Maiden. No, I finished, I finished Samantha Maiden's oh, book. That. I just moved on to, I grabbed like 
the first five political books I can find at the library. I've got the biography of Scott Morrison called The Accidental Prime Minister. I've got Barnaby Joyce's autobiography and I've got, her name has completely escaped me, but the woman who founded the sex party and was elected, apparently the only woman to have started a party and been elected, her book, which they're all sort of um, pottering through them at different paces, but they're all pretty good. I think that's Fiona Patton. Yes, I don't that know. is her name. Maybe. Yeah, she's a Victorian MP. Yes, yeah. yeah. And she's, yeah, really, really good writer, like very clear, easy to digest, easy to understand. Yeah, right. All right, well, that's good to know. Good to hear from you. <laughs> nice little interview. <laughs> yeah, on the couch eating my lemon curd. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're glad to hear you're sounding good. Yeah. Um, but we will leave you to it, um, and Thank we'll get you. back to the show. <laughs> Safe recoveries. <laughs> All right, we will. Talk to you later. Bye, Naya. See ya. Bye. See, I'm still so sad our plan didn't work. Yeah. Well, you can't tell her your plan. Yeah. Well, no, we were, we were going to do it with her. We, we were like... Yeah, but you were about to tell her what it was. Yeah, yeah. almost. But um, if she listens back to the show, she'll hear it. Mm. Yeah. Because we true. described it in pretty good detail. Yeah. <laughs> we were we saying, went through the extravagant plan. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. So we'll just tell her not to listen. Yeah. Or we'll lose another yeah. download. I, um, yeah, your friend Jake texted me and was like, this is so evil, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw him at uni. Yeah, no, he just said he's all you leave or something. listening. Oh, hi, Jake. Hey, Jake. <laughs> you shout out to Jake. <laughs> Live texting on the show. Yep. But, yeah. How dare you? Anyway, Bye-bye. with our sad, sad news that our plan has failed, <laughs> George, can, can you... Pull it together with a segment. <laughs> well, does well, I cry in the corner. <laughs> positive diplomatic <laughs> relations hope. I don't know. Absolutely. <laughs> <Okay>. Maybe. <I> <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, give it a go. Give it a go. <laughs> just in time for Friday's return, we have a China segment. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Um. So, Albanese set to visit. China for the first time a prime minister has oh, in right. seven years. He must be about to leave, like tomorrow or something. Yeah, just a, just about. Yeah, it's um. Yeah. Oh, I had exciting not exciting times. Those. I know <laughs> it's so exciting. Yes. Well, on a four-day visit, uh, Albanese will meet with President Xi Jinping and Premier Li. <laughs> go on, give it a go. Ah, uh, it's not going to end well. But Li Qiang. Qiang. Yeah. Like yeah, trying. good work. It was close. You just close enough. I anyway, I feel like he's, the premier's never really discussed <laughs> in in politics. <laughs> I feel like that's probably the case in China too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like he probably fronts for the the nations that I don't want to say uh, less important, but you know the non middle powers of the world. Yeah, the, um, the, the non middle powers you know, of the, the world. The, Icelands of the world. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I the, hope there's no Icelanding. The Greenlands of the yeah, world. The, the we Greenlands, love Iceland yeah. and Greenland. We, yeah. But China maybe does not. Yeah. If you love Iceland, donate to Save Sin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. So, main topics of discussion um, will mainly be partaking around the wine tariffs and some of the various minor tariffs that have been implemented um, in Australia. Uh, climate change fostering stronger relations in the Southeast Asia and the Asia-Pacific. 
This visit also comes right after the release of Jonas Chengley. If you listened to our show a few weeks ago, you would have heard uh, Bridie's fabulous yep. segment regarding mm. So give that a listen. And also a potential mention of the of journalist Yang Hen-jung, um, who is currently under arrest by the CCP on account for espionage. So that will potentially be brought up. We're not exactly sure if it will be, but um, that will be testing the relationship as Definitely. all of these things do. I mean, that one's particularly notable because he's really sick, apparently. Mm. Oh, From wow. What we hear, he's got, like, kidney disease and they're worried he's going to die in hospital. Jesus, I mean, right. in jail. In jail, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, and also his case was a bit muddy and like mm. blurred lines yeah. with what he was um convicted with all we know it's is espionage no it's yeah it's um really what yeah. that's <laughs> shocking <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's potentially gonna be brought up um by albanese uh, i know th- uh, his family sent a letter to albanese earlier this week asking him to make mention of young henjung so will he do it though well, that's, that's the question. Kind of the that's issue. the. Dep- I that's guess it depends the question. how well it's going. I feel like yeah, if it's going exactly. well, they're like really bonding, you know. Yeah. Becoming bros, then he'll be like, you know, yo, mm. dude. You can walk I in, crack, ask you. crack yeah. a few jokes, maybe exactly. bring it up at the like the after party pub or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? a really good present, and then be like, yeah, so yeah. we need to yeah. talk. Yeah. Give mm. him like a give him like a jar of Vegemite and a plot of land in Queensland, and yeah. then um, <laughs> and <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Yeah. On the coast that's like about to fall into the ocean. You know. Yeah. yeah exactly. Just give him Tasmania. Yeah. <laughs> don't actually don't believe it. Even the Darwin Port. Yeah, the Darwin Port. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, topical. I mean, like, it, it'll be effective. It'll be effective. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I think a lot of this, which I will go into in a little bit, about this, you know, diplomatic meeting is the fact that Xi Jinping is very much... He wants good ties to occur between um, the West and China almost as much as Albanese does um, being our largest trade partner. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, diplomatic ties have not been that good between Australia and China as of recent. Um, that was largely stemmed through the previous administration, um, namely when Scott Morrison called for an inquiry into the origins of COVID-19. That definitely didn't help that was kind of like a low point yeah probably yeah that wasn't china sees us yeah they weren't happy with us there yeah i think it (laughs) kind of shows where scott morrison and that administration stood um with china i think especially this um administration and under the gaze of penny wong um Australia has definitely tried to improve our relationship. Um, obviously, the AUKUS deal as well is just another one to throw out mm. then, oh. how that has negatively affected relations. And mm. obviously, on the other side, um, China's aggression in the Southeast Asia and the South China Sea um, is notable. And obviously, Jingjiang and, you know, listen, go on and on. There's but a lot going yeah, on. There's a lot of things um, Jesus. I can mention. But... Bearing all this in mind um, and all the reasons that Albanese is going and what we might gain out of it, um, I thought we'd take the chance to look at why Xi Jinping is looking forward to this meeting as well and why Beijing um, especially need this meeting to go or this visit to go as well as Australia wanted to go well. So... China's relationship with the West in general has not been (laughs) great, (laughs) let's face it. Um, Obviously, 
a number of things I've just mentioned then, um, looking at the various human rights abuses in Xinjiang, um, looking at Taiwan's situation, it's definitely in China's interest to improve these relationships, um, especially on the head of some economic turmoil that is currently um, going through in China um, with the housing market and obviously um, the COVID zero precautions that were made has definitely de-accelerated um, the, the economic prosperity that China were going through. So, to put it into perspective, China um, would love nothing more than for these uh, various problems have been occurring to more or less just disappear into <laughs> the stratosphere. Um, we would all love our problems to disappear. Exactly. <laughs> or at least um, yeah. from the public face because domestically as well, um, it's a bit uncommon, but I'm sure Xi Jinping is going under a bit of pressure. Um, not that they're under a democratic rule, but public sentiment is definitely fading in China regarding the CCP and Xi Jinping himself, um, mainly stemming from the economic issues that are going on. So, um, through this relationship, I'm going to put a quick quote in. Um, this is from... Professor Willie Lam, author of Xi Jinping, The Hidden Agendas of China's Rulers for Life. I'm quoting here, saying Beijing wants to, wants to show the Western world, as well as the ASEAN, the Southeast Asian countries, that they can do business with China and China threat and the China threat syndrome is not misplaced. Um, the revival of uh, regular com commerce between the two giants will please huge sectors in Australia and China, particularly in the mining and agricultural <laughs> communities. So, all in all, it's good for everyone if this meeting goes well, if this visit goes well, and we can kind of bring these tariffs to an end potentially, and, you know, just foster better relations for the future. But I guess I'll throw it to you guys. Do you see that as a realistic outcome of all of this do we think that a visit to china for the first time in seven years will be something that can you know leverage a bit of political points for both teams will it hmm. help at all i definitely think there's some benefit to it if for, hmm. uh, for anthony albanese um because of our economic situation yes because he lives if you will because he lives i feel like if he can you know secure some good trade deal with china especially considering that we've just seen labor on well not labor specifically but the government unable to make a deal with the eu i feel like if they can get something going with china that's going to benefit us economically that could work really well for him Potentially, you, like that's a theory. Yeah, I still feel there's that anti-Beijing sentiment that still echoes strongly um, in Australia. Which, for one, for one part of me, I think it might be you know <laughs> not in his best interest. I was looking at a few. I won't name the publication, <laughs> but I think you can all imagine which publication oh, I'm talking about. Let me guess. Um, <laughs> I think we talked about a, a host of those before, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just basically calling it a horrific time to go to China when we've got our own pressures, um, saying that you know we're appeasing to China's rhetoric and yeah, playing I mean, their game. <laughs> definitely, I think that absolutely is a part of it because 
yeah, if this doesn't go really, really well, mm. it will go really, really badly yeah. no matter what else happens. Like, mm. I think the more that Anthony Albanese t- spends time and publicises his trips overseas, mm. the more the opposition's c- little campaign that they have going at the moment of him being never here is going to get yeah. more traction. Um and he will probably gain more criticism for being absent, which is not where you want to be when people can't afford their dinners and yeah. they're skipping meals and, you know, are going homeless because they can't afford rent. Mm. But, I mean, from Chinese side, I think, yeah, if they can... Obviously, they're having some issues with their birthright, you know, just in terms of, like, their society more generally. And so their economy not being as strong as it was again, being able to get more imports from Australia would be good for them. Yeah. Um, I had another thought and now I've forgotten what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I think, but it's really going to be hard for Anthony Albanese to come away looking like he's one here because I think yeah. unless it's really good, it won't be a win Yeah, I, in the public eye. I also think like the flip-flop between how governments deal with China doesn't help the situation. One, you yeah. know, last administration, it was the AUKUS deal, this administration were trying to improve ties. Yeah. Penny Wong has gone to a lot of um, extent to try and improve our relationship. So, yeah, it's just, it's hard to keep one sentiment with it. It's not... Definitely. It's not, and um, I think that confuses people in yeah. just normal people as well. Absolutely. Mm. Well, um, yeah, and, and also with... Biden is scheduling or a trip to um, Beijing as well. Um, so the, that's more to do with how China is trying to improve their relationship with the West. Um, and by all accounts, um, this will pave the way. Being a middle power that Australia is, it kind of shows that if we're able to come to the table, it will probably pave the way for other states across the world to also, you know... Have a yeah. few discussions with Xi. I think Biden and Beijing will be interesting. Definitely. That'll be so a too. really fun one to watch. There's I a think. lot more overt anti China ness in oh, America absolutely. compared to here. Like, it's much more. Oh, it's not super under the radar here, mm. but like, I think it's a little bit more subconscious. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, America, you know. It's the. <laughs> it's not just like the government, it's the general public. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's everywhere and it's a lot bigger than it is here. Yeah, I so think that'll be, be an interesting one to watch. Also interesting because we've had... Um, didn't the government ban, like, TikTok off government phones as well? Yes, they this did. Year? TikTok, yeah, they did. WeChat, and a bunch of Chinese-owned Huawei apps. phones are banned, Yeah, Huawei, Huawei phones are banned. I think they're, they're not allowed to have 5G. Uh, no, Huawei them. phones in America oh. Oh, are sorry, banned. Oh, sorry, in America, yeah, sorry. <laughs> in America, they're banned off all of the networks. Yeah. And they can't use Huawei technology in their 5G networks. Mm. Oh, okay. Here, here, I'm pretty sure you can use a Huawei phone on the Australian mobile network, but similar to America, Huawei technology is banned from the 5G rollout, yeah. which they were really not mm. happy yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But America's gone like all in, no Huawei at all. Mm. Huawei like, yeah, if you're like a customer, you can have it, but mm. we're not going to be using it for 5G. For yeah. distribution. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that yeah. makes sense. There are just so many examples we can go over in regards yeah. to yeah. the West and China's relationship and how it's been deteriorated. Top yeah, 10 yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's, exactly. been, it's interesting. Yeah, I think you're really right about the flip-flopping between governments. And even within governments, I feel like there's a lot of mixed messaging. 
because Absolutely. they're kind of trying to walk this line of be wary but don't be rude like yeah it's a very precarious position to be in at the moment mm. and really like we don't hold the power in this situation no no no, no. so it's it's almost like every prime minister has it like it, you look at Paul Keating earlier this year as well, and he absolutely demolished. Dem- yeah, them. <laughs> I mean he's so it. funny. We played his um, "I Want to Do You Slowly" on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, surely not. It was great. <laughs> I'm sure we should put that into the represent theme. I think this oh, is oh, sausage, isn't it? <laughs> Can we make a new one? Oh, absolutely. I think that's <laughs> actually I learned how to edit on GarageBand the other day, oh, so really? I, yeah. I could do it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like possible. You learn audacity, right? Like. I don't think I have audacity on this. Though. Oh, okay. But um, yeah, it's a good suggestion. I think no. we've had that sweeper for a very long time now. So <laughs> yeah, it's twenty nineteen. Let's let's get original. Yeah, let's, yeah. Maybe we'll have like a new one for twenty twenty four. We can do that. Maybe. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I think we'll leave it there and maybe go into a song. Feeling feel a cheeky yeah. track. Yeah. If you say Willow by Taylor Swift. This <laughs> is this is not Willow by Taylor Swift. This is, uh, this is. Now this is where I get confused because is the artist over my ex or is it Amelia Moore? No, it's Amelia Moore. Is it Amelia Moore? The, yeah. the, the other, they need to fix this. Was yeah. it the other way around? I think it's different for like every track because sure? yeah, because, no, because below there's Tyler Creator on top and yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really weird. They need to fix this, but yeah, this is Over My Ex by Amelia Moore, and more represent will be up right after this and on Sin. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I'm panelling today, and Brady's giving me the crash course. I was, <laughs> but um, I just haven't played anything. I've like had, I've just left that on like all show, so it's one button less I've had to push. Um, <laughs> it works. It's fine. <laughs> well, listen back to the recording. I'm just gonna open Omni right now because I think you told us last year, George, that that meant there was no mics or something. Did I? Because I had that on yeah, while Jake was texting us during the show, and so he could hear it. Yeah. Oh, so okay. Well, yeah. It sounds it's a, yeah, almost like it still goes up on, on this at the same thing. time. Like you wind out the music yeah. and like you still talk on it. I think it it seems yeah, to sure. work. I, I, I think if it's on edit PC, you can't do both. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Anyway. That's what you told it us. Seems to be, yeah. like, it seems to be working because I've had it on like all show and there hasn't been any issues. Oh, well, that's good. Imagine if it's just been dead air for like the entire show. That'd be so funny. But, um,. Bridie, yep. you've got a little update for I us do. on the current conflict. It's kind of becoming my brand a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's like I feel like it's kind of a reliable thing that needs to be talked about, so yeah. I can just go, oh my god, I'm so is, busy, this is what I'm going to Is it about. two on the nose to call this segment Bridie's Battles and you can call and you can Definitely cover Definitely two on the nose. You can, call, you can cover a new battle every week? No. <laughs> <laughs> because I won't be doing it every week. It was just this week that, like, ah! Yeah, fair been, enough. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, yes, I'm talking about Israel and Palestine. You guessed it. What? No <laughs> um, way. Because people in very high-profile positions are starting to refer, refer to it as a genocide, which is a big step from Huge step. people basically mm. being like, it's not. Um, but now a UN person at the New York office has quit. I think the director of the New York office has quit. Oh, wow. Um, Big stuff. I actually haven't written anything about that in my <laughs> look segment, it up, look it up. but um, yep, the crack team of journalists, the crack team of represent journalists, steps down citing genocide of Palestine, Palestinian civilians. That's quite hard to say, actually. Palestinian civilians. Say that three times really fast. No. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, 
Israeli forces have encircled Gaza City. Um, and Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli PM, has said that they're at the height of the battle and that um, soldiers have passed the outskirts of Gaza City, so they're starting to go into the actual metropolis or what's left of it. Mm -hmm. um, the US is currently pushing for a quote-unquote humanitarian pause or a series of humanitarian pauses, which is not the same as a ceasefire. Mm. Interesting. Because, of course, they would never call for a ceasefire because they're America and they love war. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fair point, yeah. <laughs> they want pauses to let humanitarian aid in and foreign nationals out. Um, apparently, they don't want to stop the killings that are happening in Israel and Palestine permanently. They just want to, you know, pause it for a little G bit. Give it a little break. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit weird. Yeah, um... They've said we want to, quote, explore the idea of as many pauses as might be necessary to continue to get aid out and to continue to work to get people out safely, including hostages. So, you know, bit of a weird angle to take, but quite American, I think. I think USA. Yeah. USA. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, the health ministry in Gaza, which is run by Hamas, but there's kind of nothing else that's... Mm giving numbers, they say an estimated 9,061 Palestinians, including an estimated 3,760 children, have been killed in the Gaza Strip. There was an article in the ABC yesterday, maybe two days ago, mm -hmm. about the hospitals. Did you guys read it? Uh, what specifically about the hospitals you're referring to? That it's to? a mess, a train wreck, a yeah. disaster. I've heard mm. that, yeah. It was, like, sickening. It was about these kids who mm. were, like she was still breathing and they were told we can't resuscitate her because we don't have enough people mm. so they just had to let this child die because there's not Jesus. enough to give them help it's horrible they're using sewing needles and rags for surgeries and bandages because they're out of they have no sterile anything left damn all right like mm. it's really appalling and Netanyahu said they have not discussed in their war cabinet about transferring fuel to Gaza even though they're running out and like so they want everyone to travel south but have no way to travel south exactly and they want everyone to you know receive their messages when they send them out on social media and there's an which they blackout. don't have access to yeah. on the internet and they yeah and, and they want to destroy all the roads on and Twitter, everything in the english so in oh. english at 8 a.m american time yeah um on yeah twitter which can't be yeah. accessed yeah yeah i wonder who that message was for which i i get it's it's, it's for the press and it's for the media obviously it's like, look, we are we are quite nice. Yeah. yeah. We're being nice people. Yeah, yeah no, that's... So it's really yeah. pretty appalling. And the Palestinian, in quoted in the ABC, he was uh, wanted to remain anonymous, but said that they've been unrelenting in their airstrikes that went all night, like the ground never stopped shaking. Mm. Um, Hezbollah. Ir Iran? Yeah. Lebanon. Iran. Lebanon. Uh, ir ir Iranian-backed yeah. Lebanese okay. I was like, why am I Iran? <laughs> mm. Um has said that they've attacked an Israeli post with some explosive drones, but the White House says that they don't think it's ready to go in full force. But, of course, Israel's retaliating. So, you know, that's On the West Bank? Uh, no, I believe it's on the uh, Lebanon border, Lebanese border. Oh, OK. Yeah. Um, but with the West Bank, um, I read there have been deaths there as well. Yeah. So, yes, conflict's starting to spread just 
well beyond Gaza. Mm-hmm. And actually, I just saw an update that the UAE is warning of a real risk of regional spillover um, and saying that they're working relentlessly to secure a humanitarian ceasefire. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the Minister of State for Foreign Affairs said, as we continue to stop working, sorry, as we continue working to stop this war, we cannot ignore the wider context and the necessity to turn down the regional temperature that is approaching a boiling point. The risk of regional spillover and further escalation is real, as well as the risk that extremist groups will take advantage of the situation to advance ideologies that will keep us locked in cycles of violence. So, strong words. Big words. Yeah. Yeah, big calls. Yeah. Uh, speaking of strong words, <laughs> the WHO called the situation in Gaza indescribable um, and that 46 people were medically evacuated across the Rafa border crossing, which opened earlier this week, but that it's absolutely nowhere near enough, which I think we already knew. Mm. Um, speaking of the border crossing, it was opened a couple of times earlier this week to let um, people leave. Apparently, they were doing it in alphabetical order by nationality. So, oh, what? A, like an, a family from yeah. Adelaide got out. I thought that was kind of weird. The hell? Yeah. <laughs> apparently, there's a lot that um, of, what? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like Jordanian citizens that mm. aren't being let out. Anyway, what? It's worth mentioning. Yeah. That is ridiculous. Yeah, and so there was actually a protest at Richard Miles's office down in Geelong, I think. I want to say Geelong, but now I'm not sure if that's right. Um, which we got an email about. Um, I didn't know we were on this person's email list anyway. Yeah, yeah. it was in Geelong. Uh, yeah, Geelong. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting moving to the media for a bit that um, I'm not sure what news outlet you guys were discussing before, but I feel like it's <laughs> probably Sky. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> yeah. about Sky. No, was, what? Oh, yeah, uh, news, corp, <laughs> news Corp in general? Hmm? What 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 were you talking about? Now I'm no, confused. Sorry about Sky. Yeah, okay. Just <laughs> yeah, okay. all of the same page. I thought we were trying to be discreet about it, but never mind. Well, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not now. Yeah. Um, for, for the listeners who didn't know, Andrew Bolt is a personality on Sky News. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> um, just because they tweeted about, well, they tweeted an article about this protest that was peaceful. They blockaded the entrance and raised banners, but there was no violence. Mm-hmm. Um, made up of anti-Zionist Jewish activists, as well as other people who were participating. Um, and they tweeted a photo of extremists in, like, head headscarves and stuff. Oh. Like, it was really... Uh, it wasn't, and Sky tweeted that. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> right. of the protest. Wow, okay, um, yeah. Anyway, I have some quotes from the activists Exciting. that got emailed to us. Um, in the words of Jewish demonstrator Nevo Zissin, I condemn the use of Jewish grief and trauma as justification for committing a genocide against another people. The ongoing occupation and ethnic cleansing of Palestinian people goes against my Jewish values. And that reminds yeah. me a lot of the protests that we saw at Grand Central in New York. Did you guys say that on Instagram? No. Oh, there was like this really big protest of Jews mm. um, in New York. Just yeah. like the terminal was full. It was Jesus. really yeah. something. Wow. And in Israel, like some Orthodox Jews as well have been very anti-Zionist and they've been treated horrifically mm. um, by the police force in Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. 
Any, yeah. any thoughts? <laughs> I didn't have time to write questions. Horrible but... situation. Yeah. I hope it's resolved soon, but it definitely does not look like it will be. No. It's, um, yeah. Do yeah. you think these protests, will they have an impact? I mean, we're seeing effectively mm, weekly protests in I, the capital cities, and there's, a, I think, a daily vigil outside Parliament. I don't Melbourne. think so. No. I, think I really don't think so. Not going to I I think it's n- almost no. not as important as just getting like members of parliament to change their stance but showing the general consensus like is not as one-sided as each government probably portrays it as and um obviously like i was mentioning earlier um israel was biggest one of the biggest international policies of foreign affairs is having a good international standing and having a good reputation worldwide and i called it on the show a few weeks ago <laughs> that after i think it came after hamas um went into southern israel i said hamas you know and the palestinians are gonna have a negative reputation at the time but in a couple of weeks time when this thing turns on its head you called it Israel, are gonna, the tide's going to turn and people are going to see all these airstrikes. Congratulations. So, yeah, I will thank myself for that um, comment. Um, you're welcome. George, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should come to you when we want to know, like, our grades and things. Yeah. <laughs> How do you think I'm going to go on this essay? Yeah, I didn't think this was that much of a stretch. But anyway. Um, <laughs> am I going to get a job when I finish uni? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll hook you I'll up. Sin for the rest of yeah. my life. Yeah, you guys can consult together. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll be on sin for the rest of my life for two seasons out of the year, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, we'll see how it goes. I don't think a ceasefire is going to happen anytime soon. I no. think that there's a alternative plan that the Israeli government is going to put together, which is not peaceful. Mm. So, bearing that in mind, I think we're running to the end of the show. So, yeah. <laughs> this is the end of the show. So yeah, good good chat, guys. <laughs> it would have been a better show if Bridie didn't ruin our plan. Yeah, but, um, I think so. sorry. We'll get a. <laughs> we ran out of time anyway. Yeah, we <laughs> we would have moved a bit faster if we um if we yeah if we knew what was on the line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, good show. Thanks everyone. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're Make on sure, social yeah, media. Hit us at up on social represent, media. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, X. Threads. <laughs> X. Um, we, we found the old TikTok page, yeah. actually. <laughs> oh, you gonna, did you make a TikTok? No. It was going to no, be... No. The, the TikTok I was thinking was going to be the quiz. Sure you stuffed it. Yeah. No, it actually was. <laughs> but yeah, um, um, and hit up the podcast yeah, as well. Spotify, these, Apple, Spotify, everywhere. You get I always podcasts. tweet the links. I forgot to edit um, Tuesday's one. Sorry. You're going to have a double I'll up do coming tonight. up soon on the potty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it The good old potty. Double represent. Brilliant. Yeah, double represent. Yeah, double the one. fun. Yeah, so <laughs> get excited. I listen to an episode every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> but yeah, um... We've got Sports Desk coming up next on Sin. Stay Stay political. political. You're on Sin. You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast where young people run the show.